Welcome to Unlock Your Wellbeing, the podcast that teaches you the simple keys to health and happiness so that you can grow as a human being into a well-being. And now here's your host, author, certified wellness coach, mother, and wife, Alicia Leadham. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited for this topic today because this is a topic that comes up with my private clients all the time, especially my clients who are uh, professionals and um, really busy leaders. Um, What I've found over the years is that, you know, the busier that uh, someone is, the more likely they are to put their um, to-do of taking care of themselves on, you know, the end of the list. Like, they look at their calendar like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. What's the first thing that I can get rid of? And it's typically anything that would be to take care of themselves, right? Any kind of self-care. And so a big issue that they want to overcome or work through when we're working together is how can they learn to incorporate some self-care or like fit it into their schedule without feeling like it's something else that they need to add on to, right? And what I think is really important is to understand that our self-care and the way that um, we fit it in starts with the way that we think about it, right? It's like your mindset behind it. And I can usually tell when someone um, does not really engage in, you know, true self-care when the only time that they slow down or rest or truly take care of themselves is when they have to, like when they get sick or when they are in like complete burnout and they literally can't get out of bed, right? Like that's when they then take care of themselves. Um, But the problem with that is that is not being proactive and taking care of yourself. That's actually, you know, once you hit rock bottom, when you need, you, you don't have a choice anymore. And so what I want you guys to learn to do is you're listening to this podcast and you're coming into my world and learning with my learning from me and more of my work is the importance of um, doing it before you have to, doing it as an ongoing preventative um, practice, okay? And that's actually my first tip for you. I have eight of them um, for how to fit in your self-care when you're super busy, person. Uh, And that's the first one is to really start to question and reflect on if you finally take care of yourself when you have to, right? Do you have um, intentions of getting a massage, but you haven't for the last two years? Like someone gave you a gift certificate. Actually, I have a great story. Um, One of my really good friends, she's like one of my best friends, she <laughs> was in a very, very, very stressful time of her life. She was um, opening a business and it was growing rapidly and always needing to, um, you know, be there. She was growing and working um, 
on a huge team and it was like brick and mortar. So she like had to be there. And what she found while she was doing that and um, renovating her entire house at the same time was that she wasn't able to take care of herself at all, right? She was like, oh my gosh, I gained all this weight because I had to eat out all the time because we don't have a kitchen right now because we're renovating the kitchen and I have to be at work all the time because, you know, I'm trying to grow this business, this brick and mortar that I started and I just need to relax and I don't know how. And so um, I was like, love, first, I think we need a massage. And she said, you know, it's so funny you said that to me because I have three gift certificates to uh, massages and I haven't used any of them. And in fact, I just won another free one a few days ago. And I just laughed. I said, I don't know what else life can do to try to, you know, get your attention that it's time for a massage, right? And so it's, it's, that kind of example of, and maybe, you know, you can hear yourself in this a little bit of like the universe is like, please, please get a massage. I will pay you. I will give you a free one. Go. You need this, right? Like it's that kind of mindset that we need to kind of switch that into trusting that it's safe to take care of yourself. It's safe to take that time. And if you don't, you will actually have some other kind of consequences where you will be forced to and it won't be out of your will, right? And when you have to do it, when you have to slow down after you're sick or, you know, you're completely burnt out and you, you something else happens, it's not really like filling up your cup. It's just trying to get you back into survival mode. And I want you to come out of survival mode and into thriving mode, okay? So that's the first one. Now, the second one I have is more of a, well, these are all mindset tips for you, really. Um, But the second one is to stop thinking about uh, taking care of yourself as selfish, okay? Um, I tell my clients this a lot, and uh, maybe you have heard of this before, but I, I think I'm genuinely surprised at how many have not heard of this before. Um, But anyway, the affirmation, the mantra that I want you to think about is self-care is not selfish. It is not selfish for you to take the time that you need to take care of yourself. In fact, I think it's more selfish if you don't. I genuinely believe that if you do not take the time you need to, And I'm not saying this has to take a lot of time, but if you don't, then this negatively affects others around you. Because if you're running on E and you're just trying to survive, you're not in a good place mentally, typically. And so you're shorter with others. People feel like they're kind of walking on eggshells around you and you don't feel that great. And then that's like a negative ripple, right? And so when you do take the time required to take care of yourself, you're able to, sh- to be a better you for everyone involved. Everyone involved from your family to your coworkers, to your team, to your clients, to everyone. And so it's actually more selfish if you don't. So it's not selfish for you to take the time to take care of yourself, right? So how do you find the time to do this? 
right? If you're a super busy person, which I am assuming you are, if you're listening to this episode, um, what you can do is look at your schedule and ask yourself, how can I carve this into my existing schedule? What are some things that I would like to do to take care of myself that I can add into what I'm currently doing or um, where I really am? Kind of like habit stacking, right? Like if you're, you know, you're going to um, be near uh, the spa for some reason and you're already in that part of town, can you, instead of driving and trying to find a few hours out of your day to drive over there the next week, can you add it into your calendar there? Like look ahead into adding that in, right? If you know that you are going to be with the kids um, for a certain time in the day, ask yourself, can we go on a family hike together, right? Maybe this is what we do instead of um, something else. Instead of staying home or going out to eat, maybe we as a family go on this really cool new hike that you've always wanted to go on. That's actually one of my favorite things to do um, because being outside and moving my body is uh, a very important way that I take care of myself. And so doing that with my family and carving that into my existing schedule, meaning I'm planning on being with my family and taking care of my uh, daughter and being with my husband, let's go and do this together. Okay. So start to ask yourself, what are some things that you can do to carve into your current existing schedule that is also taking care of yourself? Okay. Number three, the only way that you could make this even more difficult is if you try to do something to take care of yourself that you actually do not enjoy at all. This is supposed to be enjoyable, right? It's supposed to feel really good. It's supposed to um, fill you up, right? It's taking caring, taking care of yourself. And so I want you to make sure that whatever it is you decide to do you enjoy it like it's something you really want to do because if you don't have that then of course it's gonna be really easy to just cross it off of your list and put it on the bottom of your to-dos or just remove it and cancel it for the day because you don't even really want to do it that much anyway and so the more uh, strong of a desire you have to do the thing Um, the more likely you are to find the time to fit it into your calendar and into your day, right? Um, This brings me to my next one. Be flexible with fitting it in. Be flexible. So when you have an idea of, okay, I want to start... um, you know, incorporating a morning walk with my dog outside before I start working for the day. And the next day, something comes up where you are unable to. Instead of then just throwing it out the window and said, all right, I guess that's not going to happen today, switch it around. Be flexible. Flow. 
okay, well, I guess it didn't happen this morning, but now I am going to make it a point to do it over my lunch or right after work before I start making dinner or preparing for the rest of the night, right? Make your flex game really strong. Learn how to roll with with the changes that come in throughout the day, but um, commit to doing what you said you were going to do, but try not to hold on so tightly to that, right? This is the other tip I have for you, which is um, number six, commit to yourself. Commit to what it is you're doing. I now commit to fitting in my own self-care. I commit to choosing to believe that this is not selfish for me to do and that I am going to do what is required for me. Everything I do in this area of taking care of myself is benefiting everyone else. And so I'm deeply, deeply, deeply committed to it. When you aren't super committed to uh, a new intention or goal that you're setting for yourself, then you're much less likely to actually follow through to do it. When you, you know the feeling when you are like deeply, deeply committed to doing something, when you're like, yep, this is happening. I'm doing this. Let's go. You know that feeling. And so do what you need to, to get yourself in that energy and in that feeling of being super devoted to, to, um, taking care of yourself. And this could be, maybe you're just super sick of having to, And you want to finally do it um, because you desire to, right? Like I'm now refusing to live my life where I only take care of myself when I get sick or when I have to. And I'm choosing to flip this, this script and I'm doing it ahead of time, right? Like I'm choosing to live from that place of prevention and of, um, being proactive instead of reactive. That's the type of commitment that I encourage you to start thinking about. Okay, tip number six, do what's possible, okay? If you're feeling overwhelmed, thinking about uh, starting to carve out real um, time in your day for yourself, then start small and build upon that, okay? How I want you to begin is to make sure that whatever you decide to do, you know that you can do that. Like if I said, hey, you have a a massage scheduled for um, this, you know, Saturday morning. How committed are you? How sure are you that you can attend and go to that massage? If you told me I 100% can go there you know, only if something emergency showed up in the way that I wouldn't be able to go, then I will go. Then I would say, okay, perfect. Like that is a great example of you being able to go and do that thing. And I keep using the example of the massage because of the story I gave at the beginning of this show. Uh, So I'm just going to stick with that. But you can um, change out massage for anything, um, for self-care, right? But if you were then to say, okay, I'm actually going to commit to getting a massage every single Friday for the rest of this year, how committed or how, um, 
how possible is that for you? And you would tell me, mm, it's probably like a 50-50. Maybe I would get there every week, but it's, you know, I don't know. Then I would say to take that goal or that intention off of the table and instead just start with this first one, right? Because you want to feel like 100%, yes, I can do that. I can get behind that. And then once you go and you do that or you do the thing or maybe your self-care is, hey, I'm planning on being in bed by um, 11, 11 p.m. instead of, you know, midnight, or I'm planning on ending work at, you know, five instead of six, something like that, then each time you do that, you are building that trust in yourself. And the more trust you build within yourself, then the easier it is for you to follow through and to add others things on top of that. So start small and do what's really possible with where you're at. Um, one of my favorite sayings for creating lasting change in your life is to, um, start small and start where you are, right? Sometimes we look all around us and say, oh, I want to be there. And so you're going to try to start as if you're from that place, but come back down to, uh, your own current reality of where you are and just have that acceptance and say, all right, this is where I'm at right now. This is what my, my life is like right now. This is where I need to start. And I am going to be resourceful and do what I can right now with where I'm at. And from there, each and every time, that's how you'll grow. And that's how you'll be able to build upon that, right? That's like that idea of stacking habits on top of one another and growing from where you're at and that's actually you can apply that to any part of your life really um start with where you are with what you have and that begins with the a level of acceptance and of um of centeredness and being really grounded and self-awareness right let's get real let's get let's get real where am i currently me right now and no judgment that's what we don't want. It's not to judge yourself and make yourself feel worse or any shame. No, this is of just curiosity and of just acceptance so that you can move forward. That's actually a, one of the best ways that you can create lasting change in your life is having that deep self-acceptance and awareness for where you're at and then starting there. So allow that to help you uncover of doing what's possible right now okay and remember nothing is too small to build upon right there's no act of self-care that is too small I think a lot of people get tripped up with that like oh well if I can't go to the gym for an hour or if I can't work out for a full hour then I'm not going to at all as if 10 minutes is nothing. Okay. But let me ask you this. If you are not going for the run because it, it, you don't have the hour that you think it, it needs to be, um, you could, you know, do a little bit of body weight workout on your yoga mat at home for 10 minutes, but you choose not to do any of it and just keep working. Which one over time if you were to do that, would have a biggest impact, right? If you each, over over the course of a week, if you instead do that 10-minute um, workout in your pajamas on your yoga mat right when you get up, 
and commit to doing that because that's something that you know you can be committed to doing you following through on that is going to have a just as big of an impact then if you got in your your uh one run that week or your one one hour workout that week and the more that you stick stick with that 10 minute workout that is going to build upon um creating a stronger body because you actually have better results when you do something a little bit in shorter periods more regularly than being like a weekend warrior and going for a run and trying to do one big long workout on the weekend to make up for it. So remove this all or nothingness and again, lean into what's possible. Okay, is it possible for me to go on, do this workout for an hour right now? No. Unfortunately, it's not. I have a call in 20 minutes. Is it possible for me to do 10 minutes of bodyweight workout right here in my yoga mat in my office? Uh, Yes, that is possible. In fact, that's what I just did. Um, My husband and I were working on creating a schedule with our lives, right? We both have our businesses. I have mine. He has his. We both work at home. We take care and kind of trade off on taking care of our daughter together. And so we're constantly trying to, you know, build and grow and um, improve our calendars. And part of that is us being creative with fitting in our own workouts in the time that we have uh, throughout the day. And so um, I had some clients cancel at the last minute. I had some, you know, crazy technology stuff happen today. And I needed to uh, coach a couple of other clients, get this podcast in, and then somehow fit my workout in. And um, I had plans of doing a longer one, but that didn't happen. So because, you know, life happens, and I'm sure things like this happen in your life as well, you can flex and say, all right, what's possible instead, right? That brings together kind of a lot of the the, uh, tips I've been giving you so far as a real life example that I was not planning on talking about in this podcast, but it just came out because we're real here. And that is exactly uh, what happened. So um, the last one that I want to share with you for for how to fit in your self-care, my eighth tip is to be your own best friend. Okay? Treat yourself like you would your best friend. Speak to yourself you would your best friend. Have grace for yourself like you would your best friend. Right? Like, truly be your own biggest advocate and love yourself. Have, Have fun with yourself. Okay? Learn how to enjoy your own presence. And when you do that... Choosing then to follow through on taking care of yourself by doing what it is that you enjoy, by being flexible, by knowing it's not selfish to take care of time for yourself, by doing what's possible, by staying really committed to yourself and being kind to yourself, it's going to all really come together and you'll find that you are able to fit it in. You're able to find a way to fit it in because I'll tell you, When something is really important to you, you always find a way to fit it in. 
And so if this isn't feeling important to you, then go back to, well, why doesn't this feel very important to me? What would need to change in order for this to feel important to me? And going even deeper, how will my life improve when I really am committed to fitting in, taking care of myself? How will this improve the life for me? How will this improve my health? How will this improve my happiness? And how will this improve the people around me that are really important to me? Family, coworkers, friends, yourself, right? Et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that these mindful tips um, and uh ways of thinking differently about taking care of yourself and how to fit it in um, really resonate with you. And I would love to hear which of these eight tips uh, resonated the most or which one you are going to really stay committed to um, incorporate into your own life. You can head over to Instagram and comment, let me know, or even over on LinkedIn. You can follow me both at Alicia Leadham. And uh, let me know. I would love to hear. If this resonated with you, uh, feel free to share it with a friend and um, let them know maybe, hey, we're both going to do this together, right? Help me out. Okay, welcome to a new segment called Ask Alicia. This is a part of the show where I answer your questions related to anything with health, wellness, mindfulness, leadership, well-being, all of the things. And we have a really good timely question that was asked uh, over on Instagram, which you can ask me over there if you have a question for the show or in the show notes, there is a form that you can submit your question or even um, a uh, podcast episode request, any of those kind of things. But today's question is, how do you best ground in nature when it's freezing and snow covered? So this is one of the biggest uh, and most asked questions when it comes to um, grounding year round. So when you first start learning about uh, what grounding is and the benefits of grounding. So grounding is also known as earthing. And um, at its very basic definition, grounding is touching the earth with your body and the earth then fills your body with um, electric currents that restore your body to wholeness by reducing inflammation and um, bringing yourself to feel more grounded and more centered. Um, it instantly calms your nervous system. It just does so, 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 so many things for you. And so it's really important that when you're outside um, to ground and you can do this by touching the earth with your hands, with your bare feet, um, and you want to touch like the the uh, earth that is um, living, meaning the actual grass, um, a tree, leaves, rocks that are, are 
still like connected to the earth and stay away from anything that um, unfortunately is kind of um, human made. So any like blacktop, concrete, things like that, uh, decks, those are not grounded. So the question, how do you stay grounded in the winter, right? It's cold out in the winter. We don't want to be barefoot outside in the winter. What you can do is there's actually something that is really interesting. Um, There's a book that I uh, reference with grounding all of the time. It's called The Earth Prescription, um, and it is written by a um, a medical doctor called Laura Caniver. I will have the the book to purchase on Amazon in the show notes because it's it's just so good. Um, And she has so, so many uh, really, really good resources of how to ground in each season. But um, what she teaches is that in the winter, what's really cool is concrete is actually uh, grounded. So what I was just saying before is... um, blacktop is not grounded but concrete is and so a lot of us have concrete uh, garage floors or even concrete like in the in your basement um, or like your laundry room in the basement and so what you can do is stay on barefoot in your garage or you know downstairs in your laundry room stand barefoot on the concrete while you fold laundry get your laundry going and that's a way to be inside and still ground Um, if you don't have that or access to that what I still do is I continue to um, walk outside um, or make it a point to go outside each day and use my hands my bare hands to touch the the ground so I'll find a spot that doesn't have snow on it and I will put my hands on there and touch it you know for a minute or I'll go um, and touch a tree make sure it's a living tree and put my bare hands on that as well so when I'm walking you can do that right when you go for a winter walk just make sure you take off your glove or you can wear gloves that um, keep the fingertips out in the open and then you can use that to touch the the um, the trees as you're as you're walking um, or if you're not going for like a formal winter walk that day you can um, just go outside and run out there put your feet barefoot in the in the um, grass for a second you know and uh, run back in but know that you know, grounding is instantaneous because um, right when you touch the earth, you're receiving all of the the benefits right away, like like that. And so, yes, going outside and doing that for 30 seconds or less, you will get those benefits of doing that each day. Um, so that's what I recommend is still go outside, just do it for shorter periods of time. Make sure you just touch the trees as you're walking around um, or If you have a concrete floor in your garage or downstairs, you can make sure that you're grounding there too. I hope that this episode was uh, helpful for everyone tuning in. So thank you guys so much for joining me for today's episode. Please make sure that if you like what you're hearing and you want to continue to tune in 
and not miss any upcoming episodes that you subscribe to uh, the podcast. You can head to alishaleadum.com and sign up for the book launch to be notified of when our upcoming book, The Six Gold Keys to Wellbeing, will be available here in the um, the spring of 2022, which is coming very soon. It'll be here before we know it. And um, you can follow me on Instagram at alishaleadum.com. Uh, LinkedIn at Alicia Leadum. And if you want to learn um, about how we could work together, whether bringing me in as a speaker, having me come teach some workshops, or bringing me in as a wellness coach for your organization, you can uh, inquire more at alishaleadum.com as well. Thanks so much for being here. I will see you guys next week and have an amazing, amazing day. Bye.